we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. Um, is there like a weird buzzing going on? You hear that? It no, no. It's when AC. I talk. When I talk, there's a buzzing. I yeah. don't hear when you talk. No. Oh well, we're gonna we're gonna basically what happens is like there's a noise gate on, so the noise oh, gate see. will cancel. So when you speak, you're just enough of a volume, and that's still gonna get into the mics no I'm matter not... what I do. So oh, that I, I see, I see, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. We got Snopesed. Here's the story from Snopes. Does a video show NYC drag marchers chanting "We're coming for your children"? You see, I'm surprised they rated this true. You know why? Because they're liars. Because they put drag marchers. They could have then said false. And then did this big explanation saying they weren't drag marchers. They were pride marchers. They're just topless women and shit chanting. But we got a true rating here. We got true. It says a video captured at the NYC drag march on June 23rd shows some of the attendees chanting. We're here. We're queer coming for your children. True. That happened. That's right. And now we're going to play the video that's going to just piss everybody off. William Wolfe tweets the Oberfell decision legislated morality from the Supreme Court bench. And this is what that morality looks like. Yeah, y'all are going to get really mad when you see this, but I'm playing it. Here's an obese old man spreading his cheeks in front of a bunch of children and thrusting his genitals. Perfect. They're laughing. Look at these kids. Look at him smiling. That's a pedophile. That guy's a pedophile. Oh, God, he's getting off on that for sure. Yeah, of course yep. he is. And he's waving the kids. They're cheering for it. Waving back. This is not the first time this guy's done this. I'm pretty sure. There's other videos from uh, previously that we've seen, I'm pretty sure, of this guy. Could be wrong, but I think it's him. And there are kids watching it happen. Like, this is it. What does shaking your ass at little kids have to do with sex or gender? And I guess what does it have to do with love? Yeah, it has everything to do with sex, kink, and he's doing it specifically in front of little kids. When I mean sex or gender, I mean male or female or your gender affiliation. Like what? It's pure sex. It's purely sexual. It's purely erotic. Yes, aimed at children. Yes, that is fucking vile. Yes. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yes. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. And, and this is where your society has gone to. Yeah. Because the parents are supporting it. The cops aren't doing anything about it. There are two different realities in this country. One I would describe as abject evil. And one I would describe as like regular people. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is an abject good in this country. I think there are flawed people trying their best. And then there's demons in the figurative sense plaguing this country with chaos, disorder, evil filth etc yeah there's this phenomenon this, where this guy i'm gonna to say you this guy should be arrested and criminally charged and placed on a sex offender list no question the the thing is is it's so disordered right like it's it's so like these parents like if i was in that audience like let's say i support the lgbt movement and everything like that if i was there with my kids and i saw that i would like shield them right like it's like a natural basic parental protection instinct that would like kick in but these people don't have that and it's 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 really hurtful like it, that video makes me like not just angry it makes me sad cuz yeah. there are all these parents yeah. who are just not not only not protecting their kids and turning their eyes from it or confronting that guy they're cheering it like they're yep. cheering it yeah, it's because they don't want to be called Karen. I was thinking about this in Martinsburg in West Virginia watching it. I was thinking, like, why are these mothers here with their kids and stuff? Because they don't want to be called Karen. They don't want to be called racist. They don't want to be called transphobic. And they're like, well, this is what I have to do in order to get best. Is they feel like they have or compelled. Otherwise, they'll be screamed at and yeah. yelled at, and it'll be so, the end wait, of, wait, wait. of their life. Are you saying repeal the 19th? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever see dads at these events with their kids? Disavow. Is it almost always mom? I don't disavow. I'm For never, the most I'm part, Adam, I don't so. think so. I think it's, yeah, that's a good point. It's I think a bunch we, of toxic compassion. These females yeah. that are like no, there there are guys there. There are. I see a lot of women. I, I when I watch these things, I tend to see a lot of women, single women with kids. When I see kids, I usually see like a woman with them. Uh, and I don't want to make assumptions. I don't go to these things. I don't watch that much. But yeah, there is this like thing enough. of like wanting to so much compassion for something that you're willing to tolerate it, even if it's like, you know, it's to the point where like, yo, it's time to go to bed now. It's time to put this thing to sleep. Hmm. Maybe it's a natural, uh, a natural course of action where uh, what, what is it called again? Apoptosis. Yeah, that's where a cell programs itself to die because it's no longer needed by the system. Maybe what we're seeing is some kind of thing like that where there's too many people. So what happens is, mm. look, the strong survive and the weak die off is the natural order of, of things, basically. But humans are better than that. And so we found ways to protect, protect life and help people survive. 300 years ago, somebody was born with no legs. They're probably not going to make it. Today's day and age, we got machines, technology. They're going to make it. And some of those people live good, healthy, happy lives. But with that, People who lack the mental capacity to persist end up surviving. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's good that we save people. However, you can't save people from themselves. So what happens is you get this bubbling up of a core culture of, of people who's, who work towards their own, their own destruction. At first, you can sort of suppress it and be like, guys, stop doing that. We don't allow it. And, and you don't allow it. It stops. Things that hurt kids and whatever. But eventually there's too many of them 
And now there's there's the normal hemisphere of humans who are trying to preserve a, a moderate degree of order so that we can have our freedoms but survive. And then you have chaos. And at this point, chaos and order are clashing. But chaos will kill itself. Chaos will cease to exist because it can't. Imagine it this way. Two people seek to build a tower. One guy uses order by which he constructs his tower. The other guy randomly places blocks and bricks wherever he feels like it. Eventually, the, the tower on the left, you know what? To be honest, it'll grow taller faster. And then it'll collapse. Mm-hmm. And the ordered structure will become longstanding and last a thousand years. What I see here with these kids, you might be angry and say these poor, these poor kids. And I agree. But these kids are going to grow up twisted and broken. And they're going to be depressed, angry. They're not going to have kids. They're going to abort their kids. They're going to sterilize their kids, same as their parents. And eventually they cease to exist. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. On the main show, we talked about Emma Vigeland. Desistance rates are upwards of 90%. But let's just say we'll use the median between the 60 and 90%. We'll call it 75. If 75% of kids will desist from gender dysphoria and lead happy lives, that's a good thing. Why then would Emma want to condemn those 75% of kids into gender dysphoria for the rest of their lives, which is a high suicidality. Okay. If you take 10 kids and you give half to the left and half to the right, the ones on the right will desist and have happy lives. The ones on the left will transition, become suicidal, and half of them will kill themselves. That strategy of the left leads to their self-destruction. And that's not even the sterilization of their kids. That's them pushing a lifestyle that they know and they explain results in suicide. What can you do? They demand, they beg for the right to abort and sterilize their kids. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, you say, I, I guess, okay. Yeah, yeah. call it out for sure. I keep thinking about, I had a sh- did a show with Elijah Schaefer, um, on uh, Nightly Offensive, his new sh- his new show, Nightly Offensive, and we talked about they saw you see two girls, one cup, that it's like pornographic, In disgusting shit. Yeah. Where yeah. like these two girls start making out, and then I wouldn't describe it. Oh, we're on the after show. I can go deep oh, if you want to. Real quick, they- <laughs> real quick. Sorry, pin. For those that are upset about the streaming issues, it's Rumble, not us. Yeah, okay. It's, that's so, the reason we're not using Rumble all the time, guys. This two girls making out, then somebody shits in an ice cream cone and they start eating the shit. It's fucking disgusting. I was vomiting when I saw it. I was like 30, 25. Elijah told me he saw it when he was nine. So I I don't know how maybe these kids are already know what the fuck is going on. And they have. I'm so like on the outside of this. I had sex ed in fifth grade in 1986 or something, 80, 88. And I didn't have the internet. I didn't see porn until I was like 18 or 17 years old. I never saw porn. Uh, I don't know how. how yeah, I'm sorry. The Rumble stream is Rumble's completely broken right now. Is it like fucking in and out, or are we even on? You, you can't even hear what we're saying. Apparently, damn. Can you see me? But, you, no, I'm just, just cutting in and out. It's it's Ooh. like it's like you can see on my feed here. It's it's oh yeah, it's so choppy. People are calling it Chopcast and stuff like that. So. Chopcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's Rumble. Damn. I like um, Rumble guys, but this is what happens. Right. Or we're, like we're they're, still they're, they're starting up. They've they're they're working on it. It is what it is. We're recording local still, so this can still go up. Yeah. afterwards without the chop we're if, recording if it, it. Take two hours to upload yeah that's the other problem yeah come on rumble Let's see. you know they're putting a lot of money into like signing these big shows and big creators and when when we first started using rumble infrastructure it was uh uploaded really quickly and now it's like really hard to upload videos yeah 
Is that forever. because of the number of they haven't expanded the servers I, and because of the new new? Yeah, they're signing yeah. a bunch of people. Maybe, maybe, perhaps. But whatever. I mean, yeah, we should be focused, or we should be uh, featured right now. Some people say it's fine, smoothed out, oh. quality dropped. The quality should. I, you know, maybe that's the issue. Are you seeing our our red frame right here? I know, and we're yeah. at like eight megabits per second. <laughs> I know. We were just streaming on YouTube with literally no problems, yeah. mm -hmm. and that's it. You know what I mean? But anyway, people said the audio is fine. It's just slow video. Okay, mm -hmm. well, there you go. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you want to continue with what you're saying. Ian, um, this, that... Uh, Are you not exactly pretending to be choppy? I don't know. Like it's just it's a challenging conversation for me to have because I want to talk for, at these people and be like, you can't have your kids see sexual things when they're 10. But like Elijah told me, he saw two girls, one cup at age of nine. That's not supposed to happen. But it is, I know, but it is That's, happening. Like it, maybe it is supposed to happen. That, the, the internet is blasted it all open. So I th go ahead. I was just gonna say th there is a, a a movement in the states right now. We're up to seven states that have passed age verification laws. So like they basically the states have it so that in order to uh, deliver pornography to someone, you have to hire a third party ID verifier. It's just like. Um, DraftKings or FanDuel, when you want to place a sports bet, you got to upload your photo ID before you can get access to it. There's already seven states that have done it. Texas was the latest one that got it done. Let me, let me ask you. If a guy went to a playground and put up a picture, a, uh, put up a bunch of pictures of two, girl, one, two girls, one cup, would he get arrested? Yes. yes. So uh, if somebody posts two girls, one cup to a website that children have access to, why is that any different? Fuck it, because people are confused and slow to create, at, react. Like, people don't know what the fuck they're... So they're, how about we just say, be, we know kids have access to the internet, and if you make pornographic material readily available to children, you go to jail. No, it goes back to what you were talking about earlier about West Virginia and how we don't enforce the laws that are currently yep. on the books. Like, there are federal laws that say you can't even actually deliver pornography through the U.S. Postal Service. Mm -hmm. right? Like, you could actually get an attorney general D at, at DOJ that enforces the law... And it would be done overnight. So you overnight. have an age restriction on you porn, for instance, where yeah. you have to sign ID in verification, with an ID, and then people are not going to want to do it. Yeah, a lot of people good. won't. It's good. And you, you look. It's funny when Emma's like, "You're for censorship." I'm like, "Of course I am." Like the idea that you wouldn't want to censor some things. We just don't want to censor political debate. Yeah, we want to censor things that children should not be looking at. Right. Yeah. Adults, well, I could give a shit. Technically, about. the censor will look at something and say, "That's fine." And they won't stop it. So you still want to censor political debate and make sure that people don't start threatening to murder each other. Um, right, right, right. right. We, we want censors on social media who are looking at political debate, but we think the, they've crossed it. the line. Yeah. We, we want political debate to be allowed, but we don't want it to cross the line into uh, overt incitement to violence yeah. and, and, and instruction on causing serious harm. Well, so if, if we made you, t you porn, I was going to say YouTube. And I mean physical bodily harm. I don't mean stupid... Emo emotional harm nonsense. Yeah, if 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 they had to get people to sign up for eighteen, then if a kid somehow just went on there and was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm watching it," what would you arrest the kid? Like how? Would no, that no, work? no. Um. So first of all, um, some of these laws in these states have uh, liability protections or a, pr a private right of action. So if the if the <clears throat> website delivers it still to your kid, look, if they hack it, that's one thing. That is your kids like getting a fake ID and hacking the system. And it's, it's different online versus in person when you use a fake ID to get alcohol, right? So there'd have to be some other 
you know, consequences to it, but it's just the beginning of the process. 1997, the Supreme Court struck down the Communications Decency Act, except for Section 230, um, and um, we've gone like 30 years, basically, without any, with all these advancements in, in internet technology and porn online, but no protection. So like, it's just the start of a movement to start protecting kids online. Yeah, especially like in Metaverse, where two people's avatars are talking and they'll start simulating video game sex on each other. One will be like a nine-year-old in his VR and the other one will be like a 60-year-old man. But they won't, the kid won't know. Ew, the nine-year-old won't know. Then they're going to put on fucking haptic feedback where they can feel the vibration on their cock. It's going to be... At, we need protections like now. Oh now. Oh my gosh. Now. So it's, 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 technology is moving faster than law can keep up with. And, and protection is so vague I have no idea yep. how to even begin. Can't do it. So you just allow these other humans to become this new species of hypersexualized robot people. So I have no, a theory. No, the, the 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 natural evolutionary process will destroy those people, oh. and those of strong uh, will and virtue will survive. I feel like there's I I've I've talked about this a little bit. And it sounds real science fictiony, but I'm starting to think that it might be might be something that happens in in the future. And it remind it's like the uh, um like the Superman story like i think it's realistic to say that in the future there are going to be people that are like no we're not touching any of this technology and they're going to be like the amish and they're going to need superhuman augmented people to defend their right to not be augmented and there's going to be probably organizations of literal superhuman people augmented human beings whether it be mechanically or through, uh, you know, some kind of brain chips or whatever, that will make them superhuman, and they're going. There will be bat like fights, whether it be actual physical fights or legal fights, about the right of someone to not be augmented. Because the people that are augmented are going to make the argument: if you're not augmented, you won't have the same longevity that we have as the augmented people. You're not going to be able to see things. You can't live in a world where people can move super fast, et cetera, et cetera, as a normal human. We have to be able to augment children because you're not giving them the the proper head start that that they need to survive like in vaccines. the modern world. Yeah, exactly. It'll They're going to say augment. you're an anti-Augie. Yeah, I could the see that. The anti-Augies don't want kids to get their treatment to keep them alive, the other kids to die. Yep. And then some kids are going to die in a car accident, and they're going to be like, this is what it was. Because they didn't get their kid augmented. The kid died in a car accident. Especially been prevented. if there's an emergency and everyone that's plugged in has a rapid response to the emergency because they all understand it's happening. But then the, the normies move real slow, and they're like, okay. what? What's going on? And you're like, they're like fucking cattle. We need to find... I tweeted this out. We want to hire a film director and producer to start making short films because I I I like Black Mirror, but we don't I don't want to make hour and a half long movies. Easy 10 minute short films on a bunch of different ideas. You just gave me an idea. It's a world where there's a very dominant metaverse going on where people plug in their neural links and then do work from the from the, you know, from the neural space. But it's only like 70% penetration. Most 30% of people aren't using it for whatever reason. And then there is a network outage that hits everyone at the same time, incapacitating everyone in the network, killing or maiming them. What would the world be like if all those people were instantly wiped out? That'd be a cool short film. Power struggle. That would be. Not even. It would be like people would come out of the house and be like, look, man, I work in a coal mine. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and they'd walk in and be like, the, 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 all our state senators are gone. And so it's like there's still a machine in place, but we, we have like vague ideas of how to run it. 
Crazy. And then the guy's like, I'm gonna plug it in. And then he like puts it on his nuts and he's like, ah, uh, that's, that's not, not what works. I'm talking about. Oh, I was thinking idiocracy. <laughs> I'm saying regular working class people waking up to, to see all of the elites and urban liberals have Neuralink themselves and a network surge fried their brains. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because technology is moving faster than law and legal protections. It'd be easier easy it'd be to awesome. shoot too. Like, what the fuck? It'd be an awesome movie. It'd be easy right. to shoot too. Exactly. Yeah, so we want to, we've got a bunch of suggestions, but you know, trying to find someone who can, we can sit down, come up with an idea, and then they can write it out and then produce it and film it, and we do budgets for these. So, shows. are people sending in their their uh, resumes? Basically, send in clips of movies you've shot if you want to direct stuff with Tim Cast. I, I think going through members is probably the best way to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like that's what we're talking about with construction stuff. I'm just at this point, I think we're only going to hire people who submit through our members like network. Because I know these are going to be trustworthy people who want to work and get the job done instead of like, I know a guy who can do it. And then we meet a guy and he's like, sure, I'll do it. And then he does it wrong. And it's like, Ugh. so, yeah, but yeah, I'd like to start that ASAP. You know, we got Lauren Southern's documentaries coming out. Um, Ben's documentary just came out last week. I was sick. I think we, we got to figure out a better promotion for it because me getting sick kind of disrupted everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, short films would be a lot of fun. Create a little short film series. Black Mirror-esque, the consequences of technology and various ideas. But I'm like watching Black Mirror. I'm like, this whole episode could have been 10 minutes. It didn't mm -hmm. even be an hour long. Yeah, we could do you know it better. Mean? Just shorter. Get, we, you get the point across. Yeah. You know, that'd be cool. I like uh, Electric Dreams, I think it was called. We talked yeah. about that one. Uh, like, that Philip K. Dick uh, stuff. Oh, uh, even and, Android stream of Electric Sheep. Yeah, they, they, the show is called Electric Sheep. Oh, okay. On Amazon. Yep. Oh, Electric uh, Dreams. Electric Dreams, yeah. Richard right. Madden. Brian Cranston. Buscemi's in it. Yeah, it was a good Ooh. one. It's a good one. The last one's the best. Kill all others. Oh, okay. I know yeah. that one. You that told me about so it. I haven't seen it yet. Looks Amazing. Cool. So yeah, we're looking for people for that. That'd be cool. And there's a bunch of other stuff. You know, we could do. We could do a dystopia of like the left wins. The left wins the culture war. And it wouldn't be hokey, like people being like, "Tell me your pronouns," and the kid says something stupid in the school. You know, like those those gag videos they make. Mm -hmm. It'd be like a serious vision mm -hmm. of what it's like. A, a guy walks into a Starbucks and there's a guy in a clown costume. And then he like, you know, and he's got like a pronoun thing on his name and you're like, hi, how's it going? You order your coffee. You go outside. Everyone's dressed very strangely. There's like naked people and stuff like that. I could see where like a teacher gives a kid a wire to wear home to his parents and the kid mm. records his parents <laughs> not using his pronouns. And yeah. then we do. We could do one where a kid gets kidnapped by an internet, uh, uh, meets a stranger on the internet who brings him to Washington to get a sex change operation. Yeah. Craigslist yeah. shit. No, yeah. no, no doubt on Craigslist. Yep. Craigslist is awesome. That would be a cool short film. Yeah. Hor horror cool. story. Parents are like, come back from soccer practice with their kid, and he's and they're like, all right, you know that was fun. They get food. It, it shows the family like having ice cream and eating pizza, and they're high fiving. <laughs> then the kid goes home and he goes online and he's like, he's on TikTok on his phone. He gets a message, starts getting sent these videos, watching them, starts dressing weirdly, making videos of himself. Mm -hmm. Then someone says like, your parents would never understand, or the parents are like, what are you doing? They catch him making the videos. He cries, then he goes online, and they're like, you need help. You don't need they're, to you're being, you're being abused. Like, what's your address? I'll come and, and, and help you. And they're like, my parents are being mean. And then they go to the, the kid's house. Kid gets in. It's like some creepy fat old man in tidy whities who looks at the kid and smiles <laughs> and says, no one's going to hurt you. We're going to California. We're going to Colorado. We're going to Washington. And then it ends with the kid, like, on the surgery table. Yeah. And then it, you and out the, west. And then we can just make it really grotesque and be like, it ends with a with the obituary of the twenty year old kid now twenty years old committing suicide. 
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's uh, a movie like that might need to be like 20 minutes, to Mm -hmm. be honest. To go through At least twenty minutes. Or it would start partway through his sex addiction on the computer where he's already fucked up. Well, it's about a little kid getting groomed. Yeah. Like, basically, it's the stories we've heard from these detransitioners where they're like, they went on Tumblr or whatever. And everyone kept cheering them on, saying, you're so cool. And so it would be like a kid on TikTok, and he posts a video, like, playing baseball. And then someone says something like, that shirt's really cool. Have you tried wearing this a shirt like this? And then people are like, yeah, that would be way cool if you did this. And he gets all these comments from people being like, try this one on, try this one on. Mm. And then whenever the kid does something weird, it gets all the likes. Mm-hmm. And the groomers are internet grooming the kid. And then someone says, let me come pick you up. We're going to make something great. Gross. That's, that's, that's a what they do. Storyline. That's exactly what they do. Right. That, that's what we were told by, I think it was Helena Kirshner, mm-hmm. that every time she'd post a video or a photo that was slightly more boyish, everyone would be like, you're so great and amazing. You're the coolest ever. It and would, so she was like, this feels good. I want to do more of it. Mm-hmm. It would be cool if, there, if we could make two episodes. One of them was from the groomer's perspective, like a community of groomers, and it was from their perspective, and it was just an evil, you're like, oh, they're grooming the kids, and you see it all. The other one is from the kid's perspective, and you're like, I'm so glad he's going to get what he needs. And when you see both episodes, you realize how fucked up it is. But if you only see one, you might, you might not. It would still have to stand on its own. Let's get some callers in the, in the conversation. Oof. Yeah, I'd love to have them. Hopefully, you guys can hear us. I think that it's working fine through the Discord. Uh, Someone someone was saying that there's a lot of storms on the East Coast. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I don't know. They're in Florida. I got got a storm warning on my phone today. Yeah, Yeah, I got that too. We bypassed them somehow. Anyways, Asunasama, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. Good. Uh, How's how's it coming through for Discord for you? That's all right? Uh, It's coming through nice and clear for me. Yeah, Discord's uh, fine. Yeah. Some people yeah, are saying Tim's on the voice sounds a little yeah Tim's voice sounds a little off to me, but I think that's just the after effects of uh, whatever was going on with you last week. Right, that's actually just oh yeah, because, I'm just raspy. Yeah, it's Tim's voice, and then also we have the uh, we have the gate on kind of as, as much as it possibly can be in order to like try and get those two window window units out of the. Yeah, I don't care about the I don't care about the AC units. The yeah. noise gate's probably worse. Yeah. Anyways, but anyway, well, we're yeah we're short on time. We got more callers waiting, so let's let's get into it. Um, we, you know, we've talked about the founding fathers, how, the, how they rebelled against the English crown for, for the tyranny that they were perpetrating then. And I think everybody here and everybody watching agrees that that was necessary and had to happen. And so my question is, with how our current government and institutions are acting far more tyrannical than the English monarchy ever was, arguably orders of magnitude more, at what point does it become morally just for us to also alter or abolish that government? 
Um, no. Do we wait for something overt, like say the Holocaust level, or is the line before that? There's, um, there, and just, there's well, never going to well, be a moment. Right? It's just not how it works. It's not going to be like everyone gets together and they're like, we hereby declare. Just What'll happen is we'll be, it'll be gradual. If anything like that does happen, it will be catastrophic, gradual. It'll be scary and horrifying. The revolutionary, um, the American revolutionary period was over 20 years. It wasn't mm-hmm. like within the span of a few months, they got together and said, this is not right. It was a generation of people who grew up in this space and they had petitioned the government over and over and over again. Not to mention the crown was 3000 miles away. We're also in a different technological era. So I think what will likely happen is we're going to start witnessing social decay. Like I mentioned, the parchment, the, the fabric of this, of this country is being burned from the inside. And I think what's likely to happen is you'll see like some dudes in a small town in Nebraska barricade off their highway and then set up a checkpoint. Little things like that will happen until the idea of a revolution won't be a profound thing. It will be like a, but that's already happening kind of thing. That was the American, the American revolutionary period. It was 20 years. The, the Boston Massacre and the Tea Party were years apart from each other. Years. Yeah. So where we are now, you could say Occupy Wall Street was the beginning. Who knows? 2020 might be the beginning. It could be the Civil War. Uh, they were talking about Civil War in 1820s, in the 1820s. And then it wasn't until 1865 something actually kicked off. And even when it did, no one thought it was. They didn't even, if the Confederacy, after the first Battle of Bull Run, marched in D.C., they would have won the war instantly. But they did not think it was a civil war. So they said, hey, we drove off the federal troops. Everyone go home. That, on their part, mistake. So anyway, where, where does it come to in the United States? I think by the time it ever actually comes to that, if it does, no one's going to be asking the question about if it does. They're going to be like, oh, it happened. Or like, what do you mean? It's already happening. Yeah. It might yeah. take place in the digital realm, too. Um, it's, it's just a different, it's a different... It's a different control structure. I mean, it is still about resources. It's a different food. world. It's, it's technology. Yeah, like if you think you're at war, but you're not, then you basically are. And if you think you're Propaganda not at war, will be you everything. Are, you don't, then you might not be. Like if they, if, you know, if they can get you to believe. But anyway, I digress. I, I don't know. It's, gonna, it's not going to be like, here's the thing too. Like the American Revolution is a different period. We're in a technologically advanced period relative to then. This could be it. We could literally be in it right now. And people are like, but in the past, they did it this way. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, we fly now. That was not like very, very different reality. We, we, we communicate at the speed of light now. The very, speed, very different. The speed of communication, I think, has a lot to do with, with, uh, with why there hasn't been violence now, like in, in a similar fashion as there was back in the day. Um, I think that people can figure out what's actually going on the fog there's still a fog of war of course but it's not nearly as bad as it was you know 200 years ago or whatever just like like tim was saying it's like you know the the civil war period happened over 20 years a lot of that time was because the participants didn't know about events until weeks or months oh yeah seriously you know i mean the declaration of independence took three months to get to the crown and three months to come back yeah Mm -hmm. so it's just like 
Yeah. We signed a thing. Six months from now, we'll see what happens. On Friday on the, the uh, Culture War podcast, you guys brought up uh, crime statistics in the 90s that showed this giant drop-off in crime from like eight murders per 100,000 to three per 100,000 yeah. per capita. And it just coincided with the internet. I was screaming at the, at the machine. I couldn't get up to you guys, but it was like, I think it was the internet. The speed of communication just caused for a mass plummet in crime. People are able to at least commit crimes from their house now instead of having to go out but and I did, do it. I, I described this. 1993 is when in it started. 2006, you see a massive drop off in murders because of the cell phones. of cell phones yeah that was the next jump of it the first jump right. was like 93 people were still trying to kill each other but they were surviving so they don't get counted as murders anymore and also i think a lot of conflict gets resolved it gets more resolved peacefully fast because you were able to communicate faster but yeah so anyway at what point do we petition the government for redress of grievances we do that now we do it nonstop. we always do it we've always done it protests every single day and then what happens is with the conflict we're seeing in the culture war, it's increasingly moving towards destabilization, which results in a culture clash that no one asks for. The, the, the revolutionary period didn't need like it happened. Like the founding fathers were the people of the time who rose to the occasion. But clearly the problems were bubbling up and leading to that point over 20 years. Like Thomas Jefferson was what, like 26 when he signed it? Mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson yeah, was 33 young. when he wrote 30, the declaration. 33. So, someone was in their 20s. There were plenty of them yeah. that yeah. were in their 20s. There Very young. Plenty of young. And that yeah. means that they were like babies yeah. when the first thoughts of revolution were, were bubbling up and the conflict mm-hmm. was starting. So it's not like, you know, they, they were born and bred in the conflict already. And then it came to the point where it was the rebellion in the colonies and then, you know, dissolution of, you know, crown control. So we'll see, man. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, I, th- I think the idea is we want to be petitioning a of grievances now but the, we're a, a massive country, and the cult is massive. Democrats won't, aren't going to side with this. Republicans are too weak, so eventually the machine breaks, and then whether you want it or not, conflict happens. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and, and you're definitely, you definitely have a lot of good insight there, but I, I, and I don't want to keep anyone waiting, but I feel like the, uh, the, the question, the answer you guys gave wasn't really addressing the question itself. My question wasn't so much... How will it happen? You know, when will it happen? It was the morality of it. You know, you know, what degree of tyranny? What degree of you know, but I did petition that. and fail? And you know, when does it become morally justified? Not when will it break down? When will no, it I, I did answer that. I said always, right now. Yeah. But the but the response to, the, to it's always a proportional response. So what do you do now? Like the founding fathers, you petition the government. That's what they did, and it was it was a twenty year period before it bubbled up. So the issue is the tyranny is here. Biden's corrupt. It's obvious. We've had a series of corrupt presidents engaging in corrupt activities. And we like the founding fathers didn't one day go, hey, that's tyranny. We hereby declare and then all march to D.C. or like all all march to their capitals. It was 20 years of them complaining about it. That's what is happening. So I'm not saying how it will go down. I'm saying, of course, the, the you act now and we'll do exactly what the founding fathers did. We'll have meetings. We'll have hearings. We'll, redre- we'll, we'll issue a petition to our government for a redress of grievances, and we'll keep doing it. That's it. Like, the, 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 uh, well, here's what I'll tell you. The idea that a group of people get together and take up guns is an impossibility and lives in the world of fiction. Doesn't exist. The Continental Army already existed. It had been around for decades. There was mobilization. Things started to escalate. It just, it's not reality to be like, the people of this country unite. That'll never, it's impossible. It is in, it's just not possible. It's not reality. These things, these things are emergent phenomenons, not... There, there is no reality in which 
people who just today are working their jobs and going and voting tomorrow, one day all go, I have, an, I have a calling. I must meet at the Continental Congress with 10,000 other men to form an army. Never happened. Not once. I think when the totalitarian um, technocrats put people in a matrix when they don't realize they're in a matrix, that's a, that's a sign that the system needs to be overthrown. If they're going to try and imprison people in their own minds, uh, that would be, for me, like a, a stopgap. I think the real, the real threat to global stability, democracy, republicanism, and all of it is techni- the technocratic takeover of our minds. Yep. Um, and, and so we'll need some sort of uh, technical solution, maybe, or resistance to it. But anyway, man, thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks for giving me an answer. And uh, yeah, the, keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate it. Thanks, dude. Thank you very much. Cheers. Next up. Uh, I can't totally read your name. Your name is... H. 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 Gregor. Oh, there you go. You found you, out how to see their name. <laughs> yeah, I figured it out. It took a little while. H. Gregor, you're with us. How are you? Good. Can you guys, can you guys hear me okay? Yes, yes, I can. Sweet. Uh, and, and I had to give me a second for this little stutter I got. Um, but my question isn't necessarily about anything super related to the uh, content today, but I felt like it was a pretty important question based on, um, well, not last week's content because Tim was kind of out Done. But, uh, in weeks prior. Um, the basis of my question is my mom. Uh, she said that if Trump is a Republican nominee, she will either not vote or vote third party. Um, Tim, I know you're kind of in a similar vein, but the opposite, where if uh, DeSantis is, is the nominee, you just won't vote, you just won't vote for him. Yeah, uh, my question kind of boils down to it, uh, how split do you guys think the Republican Party is between Trump and DeSantis? Um, to be specific, will this primary battle push Trump and DeSantis voters too far away from each other? Um, yes. To kind of come together for the Repu- for the Republican nominee, um, giving the, the Democrat nominee the upper hand. You know, we we kind of know this this vote blue no matter who. Like they can have a super tough. Uh, primary, but at the end of the day, they will all come together to vote for whoever has the D next to their name. We 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 are we are very ideological now. Like I said, at this point, if DeSantis doesn't disavow the deep fakes, I will vote third party if he's the nominee. I'll vote Libertarian. I shouldn't say third party. I'll vote Libertarian. They're prominent, and they can use the the polling numbers for the future. They don't even but, have uh, an, they don't have a an actual person running yet. Like Dave I hasn't know. even announced if he is. We'll see. You know, but uh, I don't care. I'll vote for Ian Crossland before I vote. vote what about Seamus? Seamus Coughlin's going to run. I don't know if it's I will be vote for Seamus Coughlin before I, he's Dude, not old enough. RFK Jr. I'll vote for RFK Jr. before I vote for DeSantis. That guy's awesome. And I'm not. I'm not as big on RFK. I cannot stand for the life of me. Listen, first, let me say this: the DeSantis supporters are the cringiest and most annoying people. Not every single one of them, obviously. Luke is a big DeSantis supporter, but the Twitter DeSantis people. Just lie. They are exactly like liberals. I can't stand it. It's insane. Trump has his diehards. They can be annoying too. But it's like, I say something like, Ron DeSantis should not make defects. So what do they do? They post clips and videos and lie about what I said. I'm like, okay, I hope you lose. I hope he loses. He deserves to lose. Because if he can't get control of his people like that, but here's the issue. Ain't no way I'm voting for DeSantis Unless or until, and until, he disavows his campaign 
making fake images of Trump to try and win political power. But look how long it's he took already. Disgusting. I know it's like an, yeah, it's no, an indication him. of how how he's going to run something. It's and Trump it's is and I'm not. I've never been like Trump is the greatest guy ever of all time. I'm like his foreign policy is the best we've ever seen in my generation, and he's the most likely to fire people. Other than that, I don't know. What about Vivek? Yes, I would vote for Vivek. Vivek, come on. Vivek, Vivek, is he a serious candidate? Because I really have thrown my weight behind him psychologically. He's great. He's Vivek getting to the early fantastic. states. The, the early states matter a lot. And he's been to Iowa and New Hampshire. I've, I've heard a few. My family lives in Iowa, and they're seeing him all over the place. So he's taking it very seriously. We'll, we'll see what yeah, happens. I'll vote for him. I like I'll vote him for him in the primary. I think Trump's going to win. But if it's DeSantis, ain't not. Nope. Not, not going to happen. Don't care. Don't know. I'm not playing this game. You know, DeSantis has a bunch of good policy out of Florida when it comes to culture war issues, when it comes to parental rights and education, things like that, keeping kids away from these the adult sex shows. Obviously, we, we care deeply about our culture. But he's, dude, the deep fake thing was just like, as soon as it happened, it's like, oh, wow, you did that? Okay, well, I won't vote for you unless you apologize and disavow. And you're right, Ian. How long has it taken? I don't even think he'll do it. So you know like what? It's like a month or something I will, stupid. I, it's three, it, three and, and right beyond that. I will. I will now. Like if it gets to the, I will be staunchly like no DeSantis, none. Can I talk? Uh, we're doing focus groups right now in the core four states: Georgia, uh, Arizona, Wisconsin, and North Carolina. The drop off that DeSantis has among men, male swing voters, is enormous, and wow. the margin that he gains with suburban women is not. It's marginal. It's marginal. It's so small he swing male voters have no respect for him but they love trump like it, these guys they know that trump is focused they know he's going to go in there and blow so i just i don't i reject this whole notion that you nominate a guy like DeSantis because he's more electable. I don't think that's true, especially after yeah, the media gets done with him. I, I think you nominate the guy that's going to go in there and fire people and have a good form. Paul, I think that's the much better I'd, I'd rather, criteria. I'd, 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 I would rather I would rather have Vivek out of any of them. Uh, but I don't know if he has the 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 the, the top like maybe in a, maybe in a couple cycles he might actually make it, and that'd be great. Um, but if he makes it, I vote for him. DeSantis, nope. And so here's what's going to happen. The primary will end. Trump will likely win. And the DeSantis people will say, fuck Trump. And the Trump people will say, fuck DeSantis. Yeah. I hope And not. then everyone votes Gavin Newsom. Fuck, I don't know. Or Michelle Obama. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of eight years of stop making me defend Trump, you fucking cocksucking liars. The media lied about everything. Yeah. And it got to the point where I'm just like, the media has lied to me so much, I am screaming in rage and punching walls. I am sick of these fucking disgusting people. And then Ron DeSantis goes, I'm actually going to do the exact same thing. And I fucking slap the table. Fuck you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't vote for Ron DeSantis. He wants to play a game. He wants to shill for the for 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 these corporate neocon. Uh, like he's getting donors from these corporate neocons. I'm like, well, you know, it's fine. Like it's it, it is what it is. He's got good policies. 
And then he comes out and he goes, I'm going to do the exact same thing the corporate press has been doing that's been driving you all nuts because I'm one of them. And I'm like, fuck off. You're done. You are done. He was Don't so care. good on the COVID policy, man. That he is inspirational. The fake news. He's fake news. That's what he is. So fuck it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not voting for someone who does that. And Trump has PACs that do similar things. It's annoying. But those are like traditional smarmy politics I despise. And for that, I will say it's gross. But Trump at least still comes out and talks like off, off the cuff, just says things. Is he perfect? No. Should we criticize him? Yes. Does he say things that are, are stupid and gross? He absolutely does. I don't like it. He's just the guy more likely to fire people. Ron DeSantis did what the corporate press has been doing, which has been the most infuriating thing to me the entire time. The spitting on my, fit, my face and pissing on me and telling me it's raining. And Ron DeSantis decided to do that too. So all of that anger I've had for eight years of the corporate press lying and Ron DeSantis decided to come in right behind him and smack me in the face. That pissed me off. And then his followers started lying about what I said about it. So I said, you know, fuck all you people. I think that's, it's interesting when you see someone do something that is what you would consider evil, that your people you have been against in the past have done over and over and over, and then someone you really care about does it once. There's a, maybe a thing where you're like, I don't want to believe that they just did that. But those guys printed bold-faced lies and misrepresentation of Donald Trump. Fabricated the images. It says that it's really him, and it's a deep fake. He used modern technology to obfuscate the truth from people to try and win political points. That's a fucking dirty, dirty tactic. That is not someone to be trusted. Dude, it's like the corporate press took videos of Trump and then mm. edited them to trick people. Ron DeSantis fabricated fake images to smear him. He was like, all that stuff you hate about the corporate press, I'm going to do 10 times worse. So fuck it. Sorry, not interested. It's also, anyway. la it's either lazy or it's stupid or it's stupid, stupid, lazy, stupid, lazy, stupidity. It's, I think it's lazy stupidity. They, they don't realize the damage they've done. And they're, they're, they're not quite intelligent enough to, to allow themselves to understand that they fucked up big time by twisting this technology and doing that. Big, big fucking time. If they were, it's simple for me, dude. They lie about Trump, I get mad. They lie about, again, about, about him again, I get mad. I'm hanging out with my friends in LA and they're like, did you hear Trump said this? And I'm like, well, he didn't actually say that. And they're like, yeah, he did. And I'm like, no, let me pull the video up. Here's what he actually said. Why am I in this position? Jeez. Fuck yeah. you, Ron DeSantis. In the age of deep fakes. It's like, now, now I got to go to people and they'll be like, Trump was hugging and kissing Fauci. And people are like, you actually believe that was real? No, I think he's lying to people because he's a piece of shit. And he won't, he won't condemn. He won't fire anybody over it. He won't apologize for it. He won't say it was wrong. He, his campaign manufactured fake images to trick people so he could steal political power. Joe Biden launched his, his presidential campaign lying about what Donald Trump said in Charlottesville, about Charlottesville. And Ron DeSantis is, as a start of his campaign, fabricating fake images to smear Trump when he didn't need to. I'm not playing a game with these people. Trump, Trump's people come out and they tweet stupid shit. And they're like, what about this Trump supporter who tweeted something? I said, Trump supporter. That's not Trump's campaign. Trump's campaign, Trump tweeted some dumb shit about DeSantis and insulted him. Is it stupid? Yes. But it's just dumb shit. Y'all took the time and effort to fake this shit, to hoax me. Fucking Jussie Smollett DeSantis. Fuck that. I'm pissed about this, dude. And I will not stop being pissed. And then the DeSantis supporters tweeted me like, you're really going to die on this hill? Go fuck yourselves, dude. You're not earning yourselves any favors by doubling down on Smollett DeSantis, on Jussie DeSantis. That's what I'm calling from now on. Jussie DeSantis, you know, making fake stories up about Trump kissing Fauci. Anyway, let's talk about something else. Because clearly I, I can feel like I just witnessed it. history. Like the, the, this, this, this is going to be all over 
Twitter tomorrow. Oh, I've done this. I've, I've ranted about this for a month. No, I know. I know. But Jesse DeSantis, deepfake DeSantis. I'm pissed. I'm with you. I, what I'm trying to do is not. I'm thinking like I'm so angry about it that I want to make sure I don't overreact. Because I still haven't met the guy, and he, I love what he did with the COVID Florida policy. Like, he stood up to big government. That's a big deal. If, if we can get someone that can stand up to the global economic order and is like, we're, we're doing America the way America's intended, that would be really cool. But I don't like the deception. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that the de- deceptor-in-chief has to play spy games. He's moving the troops around. His main goal is to dominate the global, global military. What's that? I said he did a terrible job moving the troops around. Remember Afghanistan was Biden? Joe Biden. Yeah, absolute yeah. abysmal work. But like secrecy is a big part of the job and tricking people is a big part of the job. I get that. Mm-hmm. But don't lie to me to get elected. Just don't do it to my face. And don't manipulate deep fix to get elected either. It's just it's gross. It's 2023, man. We need to be the beacon that is raising the light on the danger of these technologies, not twisting people with them. True that. It's only going to get worse with when it comes to, uh, you know, deep fakes and stuff like that. I, I mean, this is... This is just the very tip of the iceberg for what this this election cycle is going to be. Dude, get ready for your mom or your dad to get a phone call from someone that sounds like you asking them to send money to something. Call your parents and let them know if someone calls you. I am with the FBI. A a, a woman got a call from her daughter saying that she'd been kidnapped and they're holding her for ransom, but it was an AI deepfake. Okay, And, and that's... But uh, there you go. I think yeah. we... I, uh, I hope that answered your question. Maybe it didn't, but I went off. But we do got to get more callers in. So that was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to throw you on mute then. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Crondors, how are you? You are with us now. Uh, hey, guys. Good, uh, good evening. Jeez. Uh, uh, I want to ask my question, but I'm a little scared after that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's over the internet. Tim's not coming to your house. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to bed afterwards. I'm watching Justice League or something. So um, my question is, um, so I'm trying to get some perspective here. Um, Assuming that the the left's intention with the whole grooming and pride and training of the kids isn't malicious in its nature, just giving them the benefit of the doubt, I'm trying to figure out what's the goal of this what are they trying to get out of this in 10 20 years not on the individual basis like the, in, the person who's you know become a dependent on the state or they've destroyed their lives but what is the let's like what do they think is the benefit of all this for the sake of the parties for the sake of their movement in in, in a generation from now i think that they want to feel on an individual level not alone and they feel like the more people that they can get through to and make trans early on be like oh if i'd known when i was nine then i wouldn't have had to go through this hell and then because they're lonely people they don't feel right in their own body so they're trying to make things right and a lot of that is if i can change you then i'll be better off because i'll have someone to connect with that's my guess altruistically but i think a lot of people do have political motives as well it's a religion they want to make they want to make they want to perfect earth they want to make uh you know uh, utopia on earth it's it's all a religion i i just think it's fire it why what does fire want nothing just consumes Mm -hmm. it's a chemical reaction the chain reaction that consumes and destroys and burns and releases energy that's all they're doing nothing they do makes sense it's an amalgam of disparate ideologies from the past and future that don't make sense and contradict each other and they do shit like we, like you were saying earlier, Phil, Emma was just saying the opposite of whatever I was saying. They're nonsense people. It's just fire. It's just destruction. It's chaos. Chaos. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. Emma, Emma made me laugh. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's just <laughs> chaos. That's all it is. Yeah. They're, you know. Phil loves Emma. 
No. no. <laughs> Phil and Emma on a show together. Don't don't say those kind of things. You guys are both libertarian. But no. this, is, this, this is the thing, right? So the, the reason why we, 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 I'm like, Sam Cedar will never come on this show is Sam's because... Sam's to come on now. Well, yeah, but it's because he's WWE. He wants yeah. the macho man Randy Savage. Hell yes. But we try to have serious conversations. So then when, when she was like, why does your show appeal to neo-Nazis? It's like, this is, this yes. is the thing with these people. Like, don't fucking... Hit. Look, man. And they know Sam's blacklisted. Yeah. It's because they're scared of him. No, it's because they, they, they hate him because he's, he's a bad human being. He's an evil person. He's the banality of evil, though. He's the kind of guy who will, like, see, like, they're the kind of people that will see someone trying to, to like, rape a child, and then they'll defend it because it's funny to them. Like what Emma was doing with defending kids, you know, instructing kids on use of grinder. She will defend it because they want to make money, and they, want, they, they, they think it's funny. That's, that's evil. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like the same kind of evil as a demon raping a child. It's the kind of evil of a guy standing in front of you while a demon is raping a child and you're like, make it stop. And, and they're like, what's wrong with you? Why are you a Nazi? And it's just like, dude, if y'all want to hold it, like, sure, you can argue, argue that Emma's not a pedophile herself, but she's a pedophile advocate. Yeah, I would never say, I mean, that's a bold claim. I think that's actually libel to it's not. call someone a pedophile it's not it isn't not if they go on your show and say that they think children should be using grinder you're then allowed to call them a pedophile you can't arbitrarily call someone a pedophile that would be defamation I per se but she didn't say they should little kids should have grinder she said she was she supported. she said it was a very good book and she doesn't oppose the censorship of yeah. it and i said why does a 10 year old need grinder yeah so defamation per se would be if you arbitrarily accuse someone of being a pedophile if she comes on here and defends giving children instruction using Grinder, so I say, I think you're a pedophile, that's not defamation. That's just an opinion statement. However, I think it is fair to say that she's a pedophile advocate. Yeah. Because, you know, because we try to be reasonable, and I don't know if she's just saying the opposite of whatever it is we say, like Phil was pointing out. In that case, whether it's intentional or not, she's an advocate for ped pedophilia. Okay. You look at the way that people behaved about Trump. It was like, it was just whatever Trump says, they were against it. Yeah, and it right. didn't matter if it was something that was positive or negative. It was just negative Trump equals good. That was the calculation in their head. And that's exactly what Emma was doing yesterday. Negative Tim equals good. If Tim says it and I push back on it, then it's okay. Like, I, even when she brought up Medicare for All and I said I was in favor of universal basic health care, yeah. she tried to put pressure on that. Yeah. It's just like, crazy. fuck up. Idiot. Comple it was, it's all, and I, I, I asked I, her, what's my stance on abortion? She goes, I, I don't know. No idea. Uh, I, I I have a friend of mine that I'm always going to be friends with this guy because he's a he's genuinely a good dude, but he is a left leaning guy. And there are times he doesn't like he doesn't like Tim Kath, and he he gets frustrated with the, the things that Tim say. And there are times when I'll say something and he pushes back just because I'm on the podcast here and because he has to perform for his left-leaning friends that he is pushing back even though he's friendly with phil he's pushing back on phil and it's like you know i'm not gonna dump on the guy like i said because he is a good dude and, and stuff but at the same time it's like he feels like it's necessary when it came to emma emma doesn't have any you know there's no respect for tim or friendly charitable feelings towards tim so she's just all in about pushing back on whatever he says just yeah anyway did that address the question? Because we are running late. We should get to the last caller. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah, it answered the question. Uh, just one more thing. I just wanted to uh, ask Ian uh, if he's ever seen that uh, thing, that movie called Gamer from like, I think 2009 or 2008, kind of 
your discussion Butler. tonight just brought up this whole, that whole movie because it's like people controlling other people and just you know going on like a a fetish dream of, of like enacting their all their sick fantasies and i don't know if he's have you, have you ever seen that movie i yeah. watched uh we had it on in the background at tim's jersey house a few years ago while we were playing cards or something you watch it yeah it's a, he goes into like a vr a virtual reality a and he has to fight to get and out or something you, you get a pardon if you win call yeah call i remember of, this call movie. of duty game yeah, it's it's like you're you're controlling another live human being, but there, it, it's it's the other parts of the movie that I think are just more interesting. It's just people going on and just being sick and disgusting in a public through someone else as an avatar. It's just oh, yeah, I feel like that's where we're going. Yeah, <laughs> that's I think it's happening right now. We people, but it hasn't. But, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So we got. So we're, we're well, let's let's move on to this next call. I want to see who Thanks. is this. What is this name? I can't see the name of Russell. This Someone uh, said, you, watch One Piece, Tim. I can't. I've tried. What is I it? have uh, tried to watch One Piece so many times. I can't do it. So it? much filler, dude. One Just Piece? Never-ending filler. It's like the, the definition. Oh. It's so boring. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. and I, I love anime. And I've watched, I read every Naruto uh, manga every week when it, when it came out. Mm. For like, it was like a 10-year thing. And everyone's like, you gotta see One Piece. And I'm like, alright, I'll try. And then I play it, and I'm like, this is so boring. And so I'm like, I'll skip an episode. It's worse. And I skip an episode. And I'm like, I don't, I don't. I'm like, let me just jump into a mid-season episode. Boring. Yeah. So yeah, not boring. For not for me. I'm not a One Piece guy. I don't know. I don't get it. I not know it's popular, it. though. Yeah, it is right. extremely popular. Next up. Russell, what's good? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I agree, Tim. One Piece, awful. But, uh, <laughs> True that. My question is... Um, so pack, pack mentalities are observable in evolution through other creatures. Uh, it would, it would be to say that our social norms, i.e. family, religion, all of that from an evolutionary standpoint would have also evolved with us. So since we're getting rid of, we, we basically broken evolution, do you think that's what's causing all of the problems? Is that we've just kind of ignored we, we, our we, evolutionary we programming? We haven't broken evolution. Are you are you just to clarify, are you saying like in the sense that we've like gotten rid of natural selection and we're artificially selecting by allowing like is that what you mean by broken evolution? Just to flesh that um, out. Uh, thanks for trying to clarify. Uh not not the broken evolution in the context of we keep the weakest alive. But our social norms, for the most part, like having a religion, having some kind of structured society, being a pack animal, as humans are, we're now kind of going off the rails and going away from that. T towards individualism? To say again? Towards like individualism, no longer dividing labor. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, I guess I'm a little nervous. Um so have humans disrupted their evolution by doing away with naturally developed societal norms that have arguably evolved to increase our likelihood of survival? So because Tim talks about how these you know people are basically removing themselves from the gene pool, That's they're evolution. sterilizing their children, and all of our societal norms would have evolved with us for our survival because good norms stay, bad norms fall away, just like biological function so it's just a, a it's just a wave it's a pendulum swing well it's the, also the the the, the people uh, evolution is still functioning evolution is not broken 
And these people who have broken social norms will eradicate themselves and they're demanding the right to do so. And then the future will pendulum swing back into order. And the norm, it used to be uh, we would get together, huddle in groups, 60 humans. We'd come together, we'd build a little village and we'd all live together and that would be our social community. And now it's online. So you get followers and clicks and likes and there's this like social reinforcement from having a huge following online, but you might just sit in your house 24 seven, not even go outside for 90 days straight, but you're a rich person with tons of what you think of as friends that aren't actually really friends, even though they're called friends online. So the norm is now dictated by social media networks. They'll tell you what, what you're supposed to think is normal by showing you this algorithmic trash. But that might like what Tim is saying, cause people to go insane, self-destructive because it's not a real like, it's a faux norm. Of course, norms are kind of propagated by the leaders of societies. Um, there might be, like, a, a, a reset, a great reset of the human consciousness where we get out off the machine. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, I, uh, but I'm talking about, like, resetting the machine itself. Like, solar flare type of, like... Uh, and then, you know, we redevelop our, our tribal norms again and come back together and the question exactly is what was the 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 uh, hinge of your question is what was uh the problem part of it well trying to word this a little better my apologies um is the reason that we're having all of the problems that we're having now because we're turning away from our evolved norms like with no fault divorce breaking up the nuclear family with you know hormonal birth controls and all of that and with the removal of religion and thus are allowing for the non-theistic religion of wokeism. Because humans arguably have to have some kind of religion, maybe not as an individual, but as a collective. And when they don't have one, they create new ones to fill the void. It, it was just kind of a thought experiment I've been going on of, have we, because we are sentient, broken evolution? Because we can kind of say, well, we'll let the weak survive, or screw it. We're smart enough to cheat. Hmm. It's contributing to it. Um, the The cause is, yeah, it probably. I think the whole no fault divorce breaking up the family was an intentional part of destabilizing the American consciousness. Um, it might it might be like just like a part of the part of the process too. Like we're we're evolving into like Homo techno or something, where we're going to be these cyborg creatures. <laughs> or some of us will, and then the other ones will just be slave servitude. Uh, damn, I don't know. I don't know if I have a genuine answer to that question, to be honest. I don't know exactly what's causing it, but I, I'm sure that destabilizing the family is a huge part of it. So, you know, if you can't talk to your parents, you got to look somewhere else for, for advice. And then the, where else other than online? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's probably got a, that's a question that could probably handle like a two-hour answer. Yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> I was thinking about making like a docu-series or, you know, like a bunch of YouTubes or rumbles about it and seeing what the world thought, but that's why I wanted your guys' opinion first. Yeah, do it. Go yeah. for it. Yeah, just gotta do it. Thanks, Thanks guys. Love the right. show. Long-time lurker, first-time caller. Fuck yeah. Thanks, Thanks for calling in. Have a good oh, yeah, one. Russell. Appreciate it, man. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, you too, man. Likewise. There's a weird thing going on with Rumble that I was just looking at where it's like, not only is it choppy, but it actually stops. Mm -hmm. It just it just stops where it is. Yeah. And then you have to click to so refresh to bring it back to the 
Thanks for Not sticking with quality. us, guys. Jeez. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Look, we 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 use Rumble because we believe in Rumble. We support Rumble, right? We're, our videos are on Rumble. The live. The only thing we don't do on Rumble is the live show. Yeah. But we want Rumble to win for obvious reasons. So. Yeah. You the know, reason we don't is because we have sixty-two percent drop frames, which is like crazy. Yeah. Mm. Come That's on, guys. Half. Yep. Yeah. I know Rumble. But anyway, can do it. we've had fine shows in the past, but yeah, mm. eh, things will happen. But uh, Electronico Cosmosis thinks that a uh, electron. Co- Electronic Cosmosis agrees with you that it is the uh, celebration of a perceived victory over Christianity. Hmm. Let's carry that into a future episode. I like. I got to order some pizza. Oh yeah. Nice. Anyway, thanks for hanging out, everybody. It's been a blast. I'm back. My voice still a little scratchy. You can tell, but it's okay. It's uh, it's getting there. I, I mostly just lost my voice last week. It sucks. I'm like sitting around like, what do I do? So I, I did some other work, you know, administrative stuff. But thanks for hanging out, uh, Terry. Thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is great. And uh, for all of you who are members, check out the documentary. We did Game of Money in the documentary section. Really excited for that. And then we have the uh, uh, the Infringed. I believe we're calling it Infringed. The Gun Control documentary with Lauren Southern coming out in a couple in a, in a week or two. In like actually in like a week and a half. So thanks for hanging out, and we will see you all tomorrow. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.